Hey everyone, it's Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, and you're listening to another DevOps Chat. In this episode of DevOps Chat, we're going to spend some time talking about app modernization, testing, service virtualization, we'll see what else kind of gets dragged in within our time frame. Um, our guest, and you know who's going to serve as the expert today, is Matt Tarnovsky. Uh, Matt, hopefully I didn't mess that up too bad. Uh, Matt's with IBM. And Matt, welcome to DevOps Chat. Thank you, Alan. Good to be here. Absolutely. Pleasure to have you here. So, Matt, first of all, I did not mangle your name too badly, I hope. No, you got it pretty good. Fantastic. So, Matt, following our tradition here on DevOps Chat, we like our guests to introduce themselves. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your current role at IBM and also a little bit about your own personal journey that led you to be here today? Sure thing. So I am the product manager for IBM's Rational Test Workbench and Rational Test Virtualization Server, um, specializing in API testing and service virtualization. Um, in terms of how I got here, I have had a, an interesting journey, starting off with working with a lot of circuit boards and uh, FPGAs, uh, those and then testing those as well, um, and migrating across to working with a small company called Green Hat, at the time of building API testing and service virtualization tools. Um, we acquired by IBM several years ago, and uh, I've been enjoying the journey ever since. Good for you. That's that's a great story, Matt. And, and you know, it, it it's fairly it's more usual than unusual in the IT space when you see someone. You know, when we look at the arc of our careers, you know, five years from now, who knows what we'll be working on? It may not even exist, or we even know about it today. So, it, it's it's kind of right par for the course. So, Matt, as I mentioned earlier, I wanted to talk a little bit about app modernization. And, you know, in my mind anyway, it, it's a loaded, that that phrase is a loaded phrase. We hear, we hear it bandied out about a lot. But when you talk to people, you know, to some people they're talking about, well, you know, I'm modernizing my existing apps. So I'm taking my legacy applications and modernizing them for new infrastructures, new delivery methods, new endpoints, what have you. So really about modernizing your existing legacy applications. To other people though, it's more about modernizing the way you develop, deploy and manage, right, applications. So modern app, you know, application modernization. And of course, no matter how we're talking about it, testing plays a vital role in this. So why don't we first do a little level set? You know, Matt, what do you, when, when you hear app modernization, what does it mean to you? So for me, it encompasses a lot of things you've mentioned. People talk about how do I my job to new markets, new interfaces, and that can be things like mobile, it can be things like presenting. Uh, and that often does require their interfaces to actually bring them into the cloud away from all the systems that they may have had in the past. But often it also means they want to look at faster methods of delivery, um, you know, new development styles, and these things often go hand in hand. You, know, you, you often can't get those faster methods of development with rapid feedback and everything else without looking at how do we change our entire development lifecycle. 
um, trying to be stuck in a, a waterfall method doesn't really get you that same acceleration that you can get when you start looking at how do we automate everything and move to DevOps. Got it. Got it. Um, Matt, you broke up there a little bit back on, on uh, and I'm, I'm hoping people listening will be able to catch all of that. But, um, you know, let, let's, so we may fill in, but let's talk a little bit about the role of testing in that, in that you know, framework of app modernization. You know, obviously testing is important, but, you know, how so and, and in what context? So I actually see, you know, if we're taking older monolithic applications and looking to migrate them towards microservices, it's a great opportunity for testing. Um, you're putting things into small units that can be tested on their own. Um, you know, you get things like, um, you know, let's say you're migrating to a REST-based web server, REST-based service. You get the opportunity to describe it with something like Swagger or RAML or OpenAPI and you've got a contract there that you can then test against. This means that teams now have the parameters for what needs to be tested, how to test it, and you know, it can be imported into many different test tools to help them start testing those smaller bits of functionality. So it's a great opportunity to break things up and really look at how those can be you know, worked with at a, a smaller level. At the same time though, it also introduces new opportunities for more complex interactions that we didn't previously anticipate. So you know, let's just say you've taken that big monolith, you want to expose microservices to the rest of the world or indeed to other teams in your organization. Well, suddenly the integrations that you had relied on in the past might not be the same ones that you know, you're looking at using in the future. Um, and you need to start looking at how we test, not just at the, those smaller levels of the microservices, but also looking at how we test you know, each of those integrations over time. Um, one of my customers had a, a great analogy that they like to use in terms of their testing. And they said that when you're testing a car, you don't just test the car, you test little pieces of it. So you might start off by testing the spark plug. And then you might say, well, we integrate some pieces and see how those work as a unit. We test the engine out. And then at some point in the future, we'll put the engine in the car and we'll test that as you know, taking it for a test drive. We'll take it for a spin and make sure the entire end-to-end -end system works as well. Excellent, excellent. And, yeah, actually, that's a great analogy. Great analogy. Um, so, Matt, you know, another another uh, phrase we hear, and we've been, and we've all been hearing it, or a lot of us in IT for a long time now, is service virtualization. And I, I think people have a better handle on what we mean when we talk about service virtualization. But again, let's, let, let's lay a foundation. When you talk about service, service virtualization, especially in terms of you know, app modernization and testing, what, what does that mean to you? So service virtualization is where we take a, a, some sort of interface that we might have had uh, that could be something like REST, it could be something like MQ, it could be a legacy mainframe interface, something like Kix, um, and we provide some sort of mock that is going to handle the interactions with that interface. And that can decouple us from the rest of the application. Um, it starts to be providing us, sorry, it starts to provide us with the ability to 
look around and um, I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> got myself a little bit jumbled there. No problem. Um, basically, it gives us the ability to remove restrictions from ourselves. So, you know, if we had legacy items in our uh, environment that we might not have in the cloud yet, well, actually, what we can do is we can say, look, that mainframe connection, that SAP connection, whatever it might be that's in our current on-prem environment, we can virtualize that. We can have something that sits in the cloud. And in fact, our developers can have an entire environment in the cloud that is no longer linked to those legacy systems. Fair enough. Um, so now, how does this all play out then, Mac? Right. So now we, 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 we've got our little parts here, right? And, and um, we, we've defined what we mean by this. In your world, where are you seeing sort of rubber meets the road, if you will, in, in terms of organizations deploying, employing, you know, doing this kind of stuff? Make sense? So we see all sorts of things. I mean, and we do see people looking at that. We want to do a migration. So we're going to record various pieces of our environment and have them available to replay. Um, just very, very basic style of creating virtual services, but it can be effective. And indeed, they can do the same sort of thing for their API testing as well. And just say, have we migrated this correctly? Does it still have the same functionality we had last week when we had it on-prem as we've got on the cloud now? Um, and that's you know, a very effective way to look at things. But um, equally, we see all sorts of interesting stories come up from customers, whether that's looking to virtualize away a third party. So we've seen customers look at uh, things like Apple Pay or Experian or whatever, where they have to pay every time they hit that third party service, or indeed, they might just not have control over it, and they want to simulate what happens if that third party service responds or throws an error code or whatever. Um, we see customers who do some really, uh, one of my favorite stories comes from uh, a customer who is looking at testing out their credit card issuing systems. Now, you, know, you can imagine that as you're looking at issuing a credit card, at some point, you're going to print a credit card. Now, yeah. just imagine test automation for that sort of thing. Do you really want credit cards popping out of the machine? No. You want, you know, to be able to test things effectively, but not have these physical dependencies. So what they did was they looked at the traffic that was going to that credit card machine, uh, you know, the issuing machine, and they said, look, actually here we've got a point where we can virtualize some things in our environment and remove this dependency that we currently have. Um, we don't want to print real credit cards. It's a waste of time, waste of resources. And in fact, it slows our test automation down. Mm -hmm. So if we can virtualize that out, we can get faster feedback back to the development team. And so that's exactly what they did. Yep. So Matt, we recently uh, did a webinar over on DevOps.com. You're probably aware of it. Modernizing testing is apps re-architect. Is this the kind of stuff we're talking about? Very much so. I mean, you, you want to make sure that you're your testing stays in pace with that re-architecting of the, the apps. Um, you know, and a lot of that does come down to you know, developers are delivering faster in the cloud and tests 
more and more need to be automated. And that doesn't remove the value of you know exploratory manual testing or anything like that, but we do see that need for testing to become more and more automated in the future as well as as this change happens. Absolutely. Um, you know, another thing, and I get this a lot, Matt, when i traveling around the world, is this sort of, you know, not, not to use the, the, abuse the term, but first world problems, right? Is this where, in terms of the market, is it, you know, sophisticated large enterprises who have already have a, 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 a legacy infrastructures, a, you know, a, a, a history of, of service virtualization and so forth? Or is this something um, that's really kind of more grassroots that's happening across the board, across the globe, as organizations are starting to move to, you know, uh, uh, app modernization and, and dealing with the, the realities of having to test around this stuff? So we see all sorts. I mean, actually, the example I gave you earlier, of the, the bank that was looking at the credit cards was a fairly you know, new bank here in the UK. Um, it was. Okay. They were, you know, they're very much uh, based on, you know, looking at how they can do things on the cloud, uh, trying to keep things as modern as they can. And they're looking for all the latest techniques, all the, all the newest tools that can help speed up their development and their time to market. So, yes, we do have a number of customers using this stuff for you know, legacy enterprise systems. They're looking to virtualize away a mainframe, for example. Um, but equally, we see other customers come to us and say, I want you know, to accelerate my development and my testing as fast as we can. What can you do to help us? Great. Interesting. Um, you know, Matt, I, I mentioned when we started that the time goes pretty quick. We're, we're coming up on the end of, edge of our uh, time frame here. But for people who maybe want to get more information on this, where, where can they, where can we dig? I mean, I should mention that the webinar we, I referenced earlier is available on DevOps.com and YouTube, the recording of it along with the slides. So people who are interested there should absolutely head on over and get that. We'll try to include the URL in our show notes for today's podcast. But where else should they go, Matt? How do, how do people get smart on this? So I would invite them to come along to IBM.com, um, searching for Rational Test Workbench or Rational Test Virtualization Server, uh, depending on whether they're interested in test automation or service virtualization as a starting point. And um, you know, we've got loads of white papers, we've got you know, customer stories, we've got all sorts of things that you can look at for more information and just to see how other people have been doing things. Fantastic. Um, Matt Tanowski, thanks for being our guest on DevOps Chat today. Uh, pleasure to have you on. Hopefully we'll have you on again soon. And thank you very much for having me. All right, Matt. Hey, this is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com. You've just listened to another DevOps chat. Have a great day, everyone. 